Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 371 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. My name is Brad O'Donnell. With me is a whole group of people. We're going to start, we're going to go left to right. We're going to talk about, we got Beaver up there, the Raid Series, Gravekeeper's co-owner. We got, of course, the King of Your Paintball. King of Paintball, Thomas yes. Castle. We got Malcolm G down there, SOC host, Red Leaf <laughs> Militia member. And then in the <laughs> bottom right-hand corner, last but not least, we have Gator. Now, folks, tonight's show. Tonight's show is about Operation Honey Badger 10. You've probably heard some things, probably heard some good things, some bad things, some ugly things, and that's what we're going to be talking about. Now, first and foremost, this is going to be a civilized conversation. I have deliberately brought on a member of the red team, the blue team, and the refing team, because uh, we need all sides to be talked about. Who the hell is in the middle of a tornado? I can hear that's the wind blowing. That's the ghost of PRZ coming here. Damn. Tell us not to uh, yeah. no. Folks, if we lose Beaver, his head is getting gone. real. <laughs> God damn. God We're damn. still that apparently. I don't want to say good, but at the same time, I'm glad it's not that ghosty that I was smoking with. So I got to go down into the into the bowels of PRZ and smoke some dope in, in there with the ghosties. They were very nice, very polite <laughs> ghosts. Shame their house is going to get torn down. They're going to be pissed. Right. Like Indian and ancient aboriginal graveyard you know haunted and shit anywho anywho so <gasps> oh master sir sir farmer of lead uh the cigar was an absolute bomb that thing was fucking delicious and my my cigar aficionado said that's a good fucking cigar that's exactly that's all what you it need like too it is that's exactly what it sounded like yeah. yeah yeah you looked at it and you went that burns nice. Sat there and smoked that for about 45 minutes. He was a happy camper. <laughs> nice. As long as TS is happy, everybody's happy. Now, uh, yeah, like I said, so Honey Badger, it, it was this past weekend. Uh, for anybody who didn't know, um, it was the last Honey Badger, actually. And um, it was a bittersweet moment. It was, uh, you know, it's great to see everybody and get to play PRZ and to get to play Honey Badger. Unfortunately, it was also the last Honey Badger. So it was kind of like this, like, like happy to be there, hate why I'm here. You know what I mean? That's kind of, kind of how it went. So, um, and let's address the elephant in the room. There was a lot of complaints uh, came out of that. So, uh, a lot of complaints came out of Honey Badger. So we're we're gonna try and discuss it, um, folks in the chat. If you want to drop your opinions in the chat, feel free. Uh, just be warned, we're deliberately trying to keep this as civilized and as balanced as possible. So if I just see a bunch of comments about just like red one and everything else doesn't matter, that's not what we're here for. Yes, red team won the won the game. Great. You know? Yes, blue team you. got there. We got our shit pushed in. And let's all understand that not everybody was pissy that they got their shit pushed in. I had a ball. <laughs> Well, I'll get we it had, out of, we had a conversation. I, it was we we came to a very good uh, understanding, I think, Tom and I, because we had two very different ways of of seeing it. Uh, red team won, but please let's acknowledge that for two three fifths of the of the time there, red outnumbered blue easily three to one. So yeah, I'd like to time. give a shout out to yep. everybody on blue who saw those numbers and just decided let's bomb up target rich environment. We've been dealt a shitty hand. Let's deal with it. I will the say numbers. that you guys, oof, you guys pushed hard when you figured that out. Oh, so that was a fight. Um, 
<laughs> it, it was and let's be honest here is there any money on the end on the, on the line no so who gives a shit who really won right there's no stake uh, and shout out no. to uh vinny sas uh for getting those boys to switch over and just like bring oh, it because that's what balanced the teams right that's sas moved over they moved 40 50 guys over and boom suddenly it was huge it was it was huge and it no was wild because the second half of the day and we're going to start over this and I'm going to, we're going to go through the whole thing, but I just want to explain that the second half of the day, I heard a lot of like, fuck yeah, this is paintball being yelled on the field because the teams were balanced and everybody started having a lot of fun. Right. So, um, so let's, let's talk night game. We'll, we'll start with the refs, I think, cause the refs are kind of like the middle ground. So we're going to start with the refs. Um, what was, so Gator, what was your experience for the night game? See, I didn't do the night game, but I seen well, a lot of get videos. off the podcast. Don't get uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the night game. I learned I, there's a lot of stories and a lot of backlash behind it because it was kind of confusing, I guess. But I don't know. I get a lot of guys liked it. A lot of guys liked how the missions are set up with the water bottles and trying to find those and scrambling for those. And yeah, I don't. I don't really know. <laughs> like. I wasn't there. That's That's okay. That's fine. So, um, Beaver, you played night game, didn't you? Uh, I got there too late. I got Uh, there and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get the stuff set up. But then my wife, who invited these guys on the show? And I'm like, I don't know. Some guy was really stoned when he was picking names out of a hat, (laughs) but he was really happy because everybody who was writing, um, in both red and blue chats, I got invited into the red chat after the game because, fuck it you guys were hilarious i wanted yeah. to read all those sassy memes and there were some good memes there was some it like was, fantastic i put up a lot <laughs> there was some beautiful shit talk yeah. like no, um, did you at least make the night game no sweet so you and okay so only two of us played in the night game it was brad and i um fuck yeah. we were outnumbered um there's Rotary. no bitching about it we were outnumbered we got smashed um there was some fuckery that went about there there were penalties delivered um but listen if you've ever got to play prz in the night you got a treat that you'll never forget T- duct taping my fucking mag light my 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 dog repellent mag light and duct taping it to the barrel of my marker and running through prz and flashing people and getting shot at and and in those hot little buildings at night was one of the coolest things I've ever yeah so gotten to do. Like, I was the night game was the night game ah, for, was was hot hot hot. It was wild. It was wild because that that field gets dark. Um, <laughs> it got pretty intense. There was a little bit of confusion because we uh, as soon as the game started, boom, people hit the buildings. Right, like we started breaching the buildings. We got into them. Uh, turns out we weren't supposed to. The buildings yeah. were supposed to be off limits during the night game. Um, but what happens when you put 60, 70 paintballers on a paintball field full of buildings and you say, go, they book it into the buildings. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's why we go to PRZ is to play the buildings. Yeah, I got yelled uh, at. Yeah. I'll give the refs that they were hold, they were doing their best to keep us out of that warehouse. And I just I toddled into the warehouse. <laughs> you did. And all I hear is you're in the you in the warehouse. Get out. And I stopped and I looked around myself and I went oh fuck man it was um i'm in the warehouse i just toddle out and i start getting booed 
it was uh is that what that booing was i heard the booing that was me getting (laughs) booed as i walked out of the warehouse everybody i don't know which team it was red or blue but they (laughs) booed the fuck out of me and i come out (laughs) dave so thank you um so so red was what it was really funny that uh red outnumbered blue probably two to one in the night game um and they just rolled with it which a lot of us disagreed with and the event organizer just pushed forward so but what was really funny was that um and it was it was an i don't know if it was an advantage or disadvantage to the red team but anybody who had like a gopro on their head or anything like that had a little red light on their head so anybody anytime we saw a red light move across the field we just lit the fucking thing up we didn't know what it was and then uh don't you fuckers be sorry you booed me i fucked up like i have never made so many penalties in a weekend as i made this weekend and i had to hang my head in shame and go to my co and be like i drew a penalty for the whole team i'm sorry and it was dumb can. and i did it but i did it i took my bump i took my bumps i'm so glad that dave got that on camera mm. and i'm so happy that they were all booing it was a perfect uh, like heel moment for me and then we had fl- everyone had flashlights Right. So you couldn't tell who was who. You didn't know what was what. You didn't know if you were shooting at friendlies or not. And then over our radios, it came through just Ryan Bell was the XO for the blue team. He just comes over the radio and goes, blue team, kill the lights. All flashlights are now considered hostile. And we just started ripping every flashlight we could apart. It didn't matter whose team it was on. If we saw a flashlight, we lit you up. <laughs> it was bad. Um it was pretty funny. Red did get a penalty for using full auto, which apparently wasn't allowed at night. Um, I wasn't didn't know about during it until... the day either. Uh, well, yeah, I... we're going to get to that idea. because there was there was some fuckery on the day of. No, don't, don't, don't. We're going to get to that because it happened on both sides. And uh, so that was pretty wild. The night game was fun. It was yeah. it was it's rarely done. Um, and I think I now know why, because there's Fuck. no way to control it. The refs, you don't stand a chance. As soon as it got dark, you didn't stand a damn chance because you could. Everyone, everybody, you don't see jersey colors because you you couldn't see jersey colors. You couldn't see if you hit the guy or not. Nobody knew if it was if you were hit. You even if you got hit, you couldn't do a paint check. You couldn't. You gotta wait for the screens. It was just (laughs) wild. Um, There and there. Oh my god, that night game. There was some screaming. There was some <laughs> screaming. There was some heat going on. We don't got to get into it, but there was some heatedness. It was, it was hilarious. I wasn't the one getting shot or shooting, but man, it was funny. So now, <laughs> the main fucking event because we're 15 minutes in and we all know this might run long. And uh, fun fact tonight, we don't give a shit. Yeah. So we're gonna. Yeah, this might go a little long because we need to get the full story out. So we move on to the next day. Next day shows up. The day of the battle. I feel like the narrator. I'm going narrator style on this. Um, mm-hmm. Next day shows up and they are uh, everyone's signing, you know, signing the little thing. They're signing the sheet. Now, um, everyone was it was kind of left up to the captains to tape up their teams. I'm going to yeah. say that's probably where the first mistake might have been, because when you give the captains the power to tape the teams, you know that at least one of the captains, if not both of them, are going to start going to everybody without tape and just going, here's your tape color, here's your tape color, here's your tape, and just, just going to start, like, stacking bodies, right? They're just going to be like, boom, 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 100%. And I think that's what happened. Yep. Um, I'm not saying it's it's a... Well, it's, 
good or bad. So what happened was what happened. they didn't even give it to just the captains. They gave it to just players. So then there was just random players with the tape taping other players. It was, uh, I saw like so four people sit. with red tape and I'm like, who are these people? So you, okay, why so you are they giving players tape? wandering around going, you need tape. Yeah. <laughs> you're now red team. You're now red team. Yeah. You know? So, and that's just the hazard of, uh, of letting that go. And I was, you know, I heard that they said, oh, it's, it's not, it's too much work for the refs. I watched no. commando arm ban a thousand people. You know, it yeah. does take time, yeah. but I think it's worth it. So, you know, I think that's kind of where things started to to kind of go a little off the rails. We uh, we used a new. Well, I don't know if it's new in the paintball world. We tried out a new system uh, when we held state of conflict too. Uh, just I think it was in May, where we made um, color coded player cards. So I when you that. now, I talked with the organizers about that, and because they went with the metal player cards yeah it's incredibly difficult to dye aluminum blue um mm-hmm. it will turn like a dark black like a dark dark blue and it looks almost black and they were kind of so it was just the metal cards were really cool but i think they also made it almost impossible to do the colored player cards which is funny because if they'd gone with the colored player cards it would have cost less money and less frustrations you know what i mean like it was like that was really cool now we know why nobody does it right we also were thinking about furthering that idea i mean it was really great because we held it at prz and tim was awesome and he just kept the two stacks of cards so as players came they got their card and the one stack would shrink and then the next wave of players coming like oh we need blue players here you go here's blue and the the blue pile would shrink and it kind of keeps it balanced right yeah Yeah. because because i understand people want to play like when a team of guys or of players show up and there's four or five of them or ten of them they go we want to play together you go great you can play together and then the next 10 people, it's like, you're all going to blue because red just took a team of 10 dudes. So yep. now the next 10 people yeah. are blue. You don't like it too bad. You know what I mean? Like it's so we thought it, about it, a couple other things that we might try out. Not that we, I mean, our event ran very smoothly. We had like almost a perfect matchup of, I think it was 61 versus 62 players. Right. Which not huge numbers, not huge numbers, right? But we we're thinking about using uh, color coded, um, you know, they zip tie your marker after you chrono. Oh, yeah. You code that. You could hand out tape upon entry, but that has its problems. Or after you chrono, there are ways to help divvy it up a bit. Control, rather. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's not just sure. free reign with the tape. Here you go. That, yeah, that, that. was. That was a mistake. And I, I think the mentality behind that was this is one less thing on my plate is yes. I think what the organizers thinking, right? This is one less thing I need to worry about. Let, let it, they crowdsourced the team, the taping, which I think backfired <laughs> was, 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 a, was a bit Slightly. of a mistake. Um, so, so just to do that, I was there for that, for the whole tape handing out thing that, on our part, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I know personally, I had a few guys walk up to me and be like, we don't have tape. I'm like, okay, your commanders have tape. So they take off and then they'll come running back and they're like, commander doesn't have tape. So they ran into the to Tim's place, grabbed the tape from him. And I think that's where it started because so many people came up to me like, we don't have a color. And I'm like, 
commander no commander doesn't have tape okay go see tim that there that definitely happened on blue side where we had a lot of people coming to our tent looking for tape and it was like well tonka was busy doing something talking to adam or something so he he basically delegated the tape off and then and then the tape gets passed around like a joint at a party yeah it goes you know what i mean and with having like four or five rolls out there you're yeah right so i i think that's maybe a lesson for everybody of like if you gotta the the organizers really need to control yeah the the balancing of the teams um let's let's talk about the concept of recruiting because that was one thing that a lot of people on the red team had said that they said we recruited hard we deserve the bigger team and i understand that yes you worked you worked hard to recruit but that's also like going in my mind recruiting and doing a better job of recruiting at at a paintball team or at a paintball game i don't know it just it feels a little like a popularity contest who knows the most people who has the most connections who has the most who knows who to message you know what I mean? Like I could yes send and five no. messages and, and get a hundred people. There we go. This is what I, this is kind of what I wanted to see. This was part of our, yeah, our disagreement. He and I, over this. Because, because, Hey man, they had the pre-registration up. Anybody who wanted to play with red fucking right. Play with your friends. My friends were on red, but I said last year I played on red. I played on Tim's team and we smashed a shit out of them. You know what I did half the day? I toddled around the field looking for someone to shoot. Guess what I didn't have to do last week? I couldn't swing a dead cat without finding four people to shoot. And if I would hit one of them, at least fuck them. I got one person. I had a better chance of hitting one in four than I do one in like. Yeah. I, I think, so yeah. I think the recruiting. Concept, but on game day, it should have been balanced. There's no yeah, question. So the we rec- know that. I think the recruiting thing was half baked. I, I thought it was idea. a cool idea, but no, I, I think it is too. I think it's a it really cool work. idea of having the captains recruit, but I think what it needs to be is set a limit of players. So let's say 400 people total for the event. Red recruits the shit out of people and they hit their 200 limit. Well, now you can only register for blue. Yeah. You know, and that, that's that pretty much what happened. Both. Yeah. Red recruited hard. I'm not like, going to disagree. Like red recruited no, hard. They did. They went um, fucking ham. They yeah. asked everybody right away. They got, uh, actually, I had a question for Cliff. Uh, are Yank games like this? Like Yankee games? Is that how they do it? Like uh, pre-reg and everybody just joins and if one team's unbalanced, you get smashed? I know. And I'm not asking that like hour, a sarcastic They release fuck. it in stages. No, Zero Hour, they release it in stages. So they release like the first 100 tickets, 50 for blue, 50 for red. And then once those are all sold out, then they go to the next 50 or the next 100, then the next 100, then the next 100. So it makes sure yeah. it's even all the way up. But it, cool. it doesn't Honestly, allow one I, team to skyrocket. Yes, but like in the same breath, like I have been a commander four times now. I've won every single time because when they tell me, "Hey, we want you to general," uh, as soon as they tell me I could start recruiting, I go hard because I want so, to win. So yeah, absolutely. if no and one I, recruits, the the commander should have to sleep in the bed they made. If you didn't recruit until a week before, you should have to play with the yeah. team you now, built here's where again and this is like a many leveled problem i think too right like i love the idea of recruiting i think it's a cool brings an extra level of intensity to the game it kind of brings the game off the field a little bit which is really 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 cool Mm -hmm. but at the same time and and i'm gonna call out tom and i'm gonna call out tonka 
Richard on this and not in a negative way, but Tom and Tim have been around for a lot longer in the Ontario paintball scene than Tonka. So I think they kind of, and I don't think they did this maliciously. Nobody tried to do this, but what ends up happening is I think you had Tim and Tom who know who to call for NFT. They know who to call for SAS. They know who to call for uh, the big fucking squad. They know who to call for Northern recon or for Northern mercenaries. Well, obviously they know who Northern mercenaries Tim's on it. Um, they know all the key players in Ontario to call that when they make one phone call, they get 50 people. Whereas Richard, like Tonka, doesn't have that connections yet. He's still very new in paintball. Realistically, he, has, he popped up on... He has a lot of followers. He has a big he base. Doesn't. That he no, he has a group he just with a lot of... He has a group with a lot of people that are not active in it. And I hate to call him out on that. But his group has 1,400 people on it. But when he posts, he gets five likes. He's got a lot of people in that group, but he does not have a huge following. Not yet. He could. The guy's great, super nice dude. Loved hanging out with him all weekend. But I think it was kind of a Goliath, uh, David and Goliath situation where you had Tonka going up to general and not knowing enough people to really recruit. Now, also, keep in mind, outside of the game and maybe this is and and i'm not saying this is anyone's fault but um richard runs a business if not multiple i'm not sure what tom and i don't know what tim do but i know that richard is an incredibly busy man and kind of had to vanish for several weeks so it was just Mm -hmm. i think it was just a bad situation like it was a great idea just implemented kind of wrong maybe with the wrong people honestly Um, like if if it was like like if, if it was tim and tom versus lead farmer and ryan bell or brian foshe nightmare and ryan bell i think it would have been a very very different situation because you would have had lead farmer recruiting because he knew he knows people you would have had brian would have just yelled into the crowd and he would have had half the people show up for him wolf alabaster slim any of them i think you would have had a different situation Hold one thought, hold that thought. Um, so there's been a couple of good comments that I've seen here so far go by. Cliff, very true. Sometimes they'll ask them to switch. Fucking right. That's awesome if they're willing to switch. Uh, Rhino. So if a Yank team comes to Canada, are we going to force them to switch? I would hope that they wouldn't force them to switch. I would hope they would ask them. Yep. And if they say no, hey, man, you're, I was that motherfucker. <laughs> I drove <laughs> 14 hours like uh, I've made that drive. And if they asked me to do it and I didn't want to do it, OK, it shouldn't be held against me. And, and I would hope that it wouldn't. I be. would have loved at the beginning of the day if they had simply said, hey, um, teams are kind of unbalanced here. Can we get some volunteers to move over to blue? And that would have solved 90 percent of the day's problems. Yeah, right. That in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because SAS. Oh, we lost somebody. Who did we lose? Steve. power might have went out steve uh, oh no um, phone. battery died <laughs> yeah but <laughs> no, these, are, these are some good uh these are some some killer comments because again this is where brad and i really disagreed because i couldn't argue with the recruiting thing i disagreed with the balancing thing but i i i yeah i have to I agree think, yeah I, I think the recruiting thing just needs to be refined and maybe yeah. thought about a little differently. I think it was just a bump. I think it was a hiccup. It was an overlook thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Go, Malcolm. He's, just, he's got something to say. Please. I think that, you know, it's a 400-player game. Once you reach 200, that's yeah, it. If, if they had just capped yeah. registration you know that, for one that's it. period. You get 200 armbands or, or cards or whatever it is, and you're done. 
That's it. Please Good job. Me. I'm not taking it away from them. They they killed it clearly. Nobody asked. Yeah, Red did a hell of a job recruiting. They knew, like, yeah. they were told you got to recruit, and they hit the ground fucking running, and they just sprinted. And I love that. I you just know. think that at the end of the day, it is a game. Games are supposed to be challenging and fun. And I think there still needs to be a system in place to prevent runaway chaos like what we experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, just, you know, just capping. Capping the teams would have fixed everything. Hell, yes. Corbin, I could see some yes. blue guys getting real fucking depressed and ripping off their armbands. I could see some of those guys getting yeah. salty and depressed. Um, they were getting smashed in the first half of the day. Oh, we did. We joked, about it. we joked about it on the drive up in the morning. Ah, fuck it, man. We'll just go play for red because it's going to be a shit show anyway. <laughs> right. And we, didn't. You know, we stuck it out. And, you know, my, my, know. The Red Leaf Militia has always been one of the first teams to, you know, hey, we need anybody want to volunteer to switch? Yeah, all right. Let's, let's make it fair. Let's go. Right. I play yeah. a lot of games outside of paintball. And the one thing I found in common with all games is it needs to be balanced. You take the yeah. rate, for example, it's a six on six. How many times, Jesse, have I competed shorthanded? <laughs> And one, I'm not taking that. So, right? Yeah, like the raid, if you show up and you're like, hey, we're down a player today, you're playing with five, not six. Or we've had teams show up with three players. We've had uh, Tyrell showed up by himself because the rest of his team failed. He played, (laughs) yeah, six versus six. He played one one. One. That guy, see, that would be me, man. Brad knows this. That would be me. I'd be showing up going, fuck this. Let's go, man. Like I joined yep, blue team because I wanted that fight. I'll keep saying it. So I have zero dog in the recruitment fight because I'm one of those fucking idiots that wants to go out there and I want to get shot. And that's, um, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a masochist. I'll admit it. So where, where me and me and Tom, um, differed in mentality and it, neither of us are right or wrong. It's just, this is, this is where, where our mentality shifted and I thought it was kind of funny was that when shit went sideways and red was just stomping the fuck out of blue, Tom's mentality went to this, like, um, how does it, it said you, you were like, okay, shit's gone sideways. I'm going to make sure I have fun. So you set out to have fun. Whereas my mentality went shit sideways. I need to fix this. So that's You're a fixer. I, like, right. So You're a fixer different different um kind of the same mentality because you were like i'm gonna have fun and you were worried about your sphere which is great and then my mentality went i need to make sure everybody has fun which has ended up me standing on top of a pallet and calling the game bullshit which has been (laughs) recorded in 4k and i can't wait till i get a hold of the video um (laughs) Um, my mission I had a specific mission from my spe- my 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 spio uh, from Ryan Bell to go and, and aggravate people, a certain team that I was to go and aggravate, but I never really ran into them onto the field, so I went about it in my own way. I got a seventy dollar blunt, and I went and I found them out in the pits. And I smoked with them, not them. They wouldn't smoke. They were they were a little bit of goody goodies. They didn't smoke with me, but some of their friends did, because that's my trick to slow you fuckers down. You get a little closer to my level of speed, I might have a chance. Um, unkind, that's who it was. They, they, I met a couple of them. They seemed, they were very, very, it was middle of the day. So I had to like take my armband off at one point so people would talk to me because I'm like, okay, fuck off. I'm not a spy. Like, 
right? Look at me. I'm nice nice balls. I'm going to walk away from you. I'm going to go to the next tent. I'm going to forget whatever the fuck your plan was because the next guy is telling me a dirty joke and I want to smoke a joint with him. I walked so, up to people like with my radio in my hand right before the game started. And I was like, boys, boys, what's this? What's the uh, what's the frequency? And a, a couple of them were like, it's uh, oh, fuck off. You're blue. And I'm like, eh, like wandered off with the radio, just hoping somebody would give me the frequency. Not that it would can, be useful. But there's a question. <laughs> I think I'm going to start carrying a radio and I'm just going to put on a frequency and I'm just going to call it the king's frequency. And I'm just going to walk around talking to the radio and fuck with people uh so depending on the radio so my radio like the bowfangs the one that a lot of uh-huh. the big fed players use are encrypted uh-huh. so you it would oh i'm gonna post it i want people oh, to yeah. come on my chat yeah yeah i just mean they could just jump right on else's. oh um, fuck no i don't want to get on someone else's i want to make again this is how i make my own fun gator ran into my fun all day long when i walked oh, yeah. out and sheldon got the greatest picture of me screaming at people yeah. and someone from red dinked me right between the eyes yeah. and we got it all oh, it, um, it was beautiful. So I've never seen somebody sing walking like just the calmest way possible, arms open, singing all the way back to respawn, getting shot at still, but just walking <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah. Like, I think I might have irritated a few of them too. I think with some oh, of them, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, so <laughs> moving on. So the day, so yeah, so the day started off blue basically being outnumbered. Like it was huge. The numbers were huge in red. Would you screen out 90, 30? from like 90 to 30 it was wild man it was wild because i know like when i stood up on that bunker and started counting i mean my kids up like it was like 30 blue and i counted like almost 90 red that was just on the field and that was when and i will i and i told everyone i would do this but i do need it's a public apology i should not have stood up on a bunker in front of almost 200 people um screaming at the organizer calling the event bullshit that was really uncool of me um and uh in my defense, tom should have ripped me off the bunker sooner he's kind of like my handler uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no seriously yeah uh i actually chatted with the org- with with sean later and uh and we're, we're good we're actually bringing sean on next or tomorrow for a special episode we're gonna do a q a with sean um but it was cathartic also sheldon got some great photos of me <laughs> so it was worth it in that matter. Um, yeah. And uh, so anyways, so the day goes on. Um, people are blown up left, right and center. People are angry. Um, so what what was it? What was it like on the red team to be to have that huge of a number? Because I heard from some red guys that they were saying that it was boring. They were bored. They were like, there's too many of us. The firefights are boring. There's nothing to shoot at because every time I get to the one guy was saying every time I got to the firefight, there was nothing to shoot at. The red, the blue guys were all walking off because like it was too many red. So, so the first like hour, it was eh, it's what it usually is. The first hour, one team is usually crushing the other team because no one's 100%. awake yet. So for me, I was like, yeah, this is normal. Like, I've been up for four hours by the time the game started. Like, I'm ready to go. Um, but if you hit, like, the three-story, you were in firefights nonstop. Like, it gave us hell. Anywhere I went, I just went to where I heard the gunfire. I'm like, all right, I hear first strikes whizzing. I'm on my way. We're going for it. Um, <laughs> I know some guys were real upset, but they, like, they sat in the wastelands just sitting outside the three-story of the wastelands or they sat in the back along the road and i'm like you're bored because you're not doing anything go do things 
So like, that that feeds into one of my theories about why Blues numbers blew up so fast. Not just the recruiting. The recruiting was great. We're we're not going to talk about it anymore because it was it was. But day of Reds numbers seem to have grown even more, and I firmly believe this. And if you want to disagree, great. But it's my opinion. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but a lot of Magfed players, and I mean this in the best way, guys. But there's a lot of Magfed players that are not good paintballers. They don't try to be good paintballers. They don't try other types of paintball. They play Magfed because they they yeah. get to look like their Call of Duty loadout, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, tabletop yeah. paintball. Yeah. So, I love tabletop absolutely. paintball. That's tabletop paintball. Exactly. Tabletop. It's my favorite. And I feel like you get a lot of people probably join the red team because they saw those numbers and were like safety in numbers. I get to go yeah. play at PRZ and not randomly shoot out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and people just being like, cause I've seen it. I've seen people like we're moving through a hallway. Three or four of us have cleared the hallway. And then there's three or four stragglers who are clearing all the rooms behind us. And we're like, Bro, we're like forty feet ahead of you. Catch up, yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. I seen a lot, like panics. Panic shooting was great. They think like, oh yeah, their own players, like some, like the red team, like say blue buddy would run in, another blue player would just panic shoot him, and he's like, dude, I'm on the same team. He's like, oh, and then just hides away, does it again to the same guy that runs by, like just terrible. Yeah. Right. Um, and that was one thing I laughed at too, was playing in the buildings. And this is something that every team needs to learn. And I, and I, and I don't know how to express this enough is that I'm moving through the buildings, right? There's guys around corners and I can hear teams yelling at each other, blue, 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 red, red, red. Right. So there was one dude, he's just like red, red, red. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I'm like tucked into a corner. I'm like, I'm going to get the shit kicked out of it. And I'm going to get the first dude comes around that corner. I'm red. I'm red. Yeah, I know. But I never said I was blue. I just said, uh-huh. And then he came around the corner. And I shot him. And he's like, what? I was like, I'm not red. And then like 60 of his buddies came behind him. And then I just got oh. kicked out of me. But like, you know what I mean? Like, so folks, if you're playing a field like PRZ, or you're playing an intense field with a lot of tight corners and stuff like that, come up with something better than just yelling your team color. Yeah. <laughs> red, red, yeah, red. Yeah, That's uh, great, bro. <laughs> Most of us had a code. Where we would yell something. It was like... uh I think it was, yeah, we yell sun, and then the other purpose is supposed to say rise. So then we'd oh, know. Nice. So Noticed reffing reffing the raid series. A lot of the teams do that. Like I was like wondering what the hell words were being said. Like it was confusing. Right. Yeah, but the red canaries the best because they, they just really they good, run yeah. at each other. Ka-ka, ka-ka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're the fucking best. <laughs> so yeah. Um so red team you guys definitely you, you saw the numbers were intense and you, at least you found some firefights though i like that i like that you did find firefights um, oh i'm covered in welts because anytime someone was like we need a push here we need a suicide run i was like i'm on the way we're oh, giving man. her well um, gator saw me at the front like multiple yeah. times i'm like gator where's their spawn from here can i keep pushing <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like right. nope stay on the spawn. all right um so malcolm you were, you were you really, let's quote. let's uh let's get your experience because i mean i was i was blue tom was blue but i feel like our opinion doesn't matter as much not at all so um have we lost him? He's frozen. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah, no, there. Jesus, you stood so perfectly still. I yeah. thought the, the <laughs> video had froze. <laughs> uh, 
just want to get your opinion how it was on the floor or on the on the field. What was it like? Uh, I mean, it was good. It was good. Uh, there were a lot of targets. Uh, I mean, we had a small crew out there. I think there were, we were only about six six Red Leaf militia made it out. Uh, and we, we pushed missions like as hard as we could all day. Um, we got the briefcase. We delivered a mountain of crosses. Uh, what else? And then, uh, and then, well, you know, the missions kind of collapsed at one point. That's, that's and, uh, I got really frustrated. Ryan Bell had to calm me down once because I was, I was, I was. You know, the radios were kind of pandemonium. Everybody was talking to the, uh, the organizers, and I was losing my drive. I mean, we're like objective-based team. That's cool. what we cool. like to play Magpie for. We had a really great mm. push-up through the wasteland for briefcase. Um, I think most of my team ended up buying it, and we dragged a bunch of blue with us, and they all just ate it. And somehow I managed to get around in front of, like, the red line, grab the case, and then I was gone. And I think I collapsed, uh, collapsed when we got back to spawn. But And the briefcase, like, busted open. As I was running, the, the, that, the latches gave out. They exploded everywhere. I had to stop, pick it all up. Uh, that was probably the highlight of the day. Charging into the building when they blew the door was... It's epic, but my nose yeah. so, oh, fuck. The video of that, that was ridiculous. Yeah. That was wild, man. So, okay, so yeah, so you had a good time, though. That's good, though. That's, there that's, was a lot of confusion, um, and, you know, we've been playing with a bunch of ideas. I want to incorporate more smoke. Uh, I really like the way they had the signal sort of uh, smoke bombs would tell you where, like, and I give you an idea of where your objectives were. Problem was, you had a lot of players throwing pink smoke, reps throwing, or somebody throwing incorrect pink smoke, and the execution, I think, led to more confusion than anything else. Unfortunately, uh, the idea is great. Um, and mm. a simple, like, ban on certain colors, you know. We, we banned yellow. Eventually, we want to ban, like, red, yellow, and blue uh, in our events because they will be game-specific smokes. I like it. That's, cool. that's a cool idea. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good way to do it. I like that. Um so, Gator, what did you see at the beginning of the day? Obviously, beginning of the day. Were... Well, so, when it started for me, when I, I basically had to watch the entire back road, and like, I don't know, the first half of the day, I didn't really see anything, nothing. It was quiet. I was like, did the game even start yet? And then all of a sudden, it was blue moving forward just casually, like just prancing around the back all the way through to the helicopter and then they were just met with a wall of red like they came out of nowhere like i didn't even, like i was standing there the whole time i didn't even see red sneak up that's how sneaky this army was like, it was ridiculous and then all of a sudden blues just run back run into buildings like they just like mice just scattered like it was it was out of nowhere and it was great you, did, you didn't have like, to put it like that man we didn't bring him here for him to lie to us i brought him here to tell the fucking the king's like, honest truth and uh that's a at good least way to say cockroaches or something you know no it was yeah. no no that's not no 
No, I'm not going to say that. I just don't think you were ready for that size of wall that was there. Like, it was like you guys were doing the whole, how do I say this, ranger aspect. You guys are spread out. You were scanning the area, everything like that. And then it was just like, nope. You're not going any further, I, and just I do remember back. that. Um, where it was yeah, there was a bunch. There was like five. There was it was about equal numbers of blue versus red in the back, where it was kind of like, and blue was pushing. Like we were we were knocking these guys out, yep, pushing, yep. push, push. And then it feels like red suddenly realized they were like, oh, we're just gonna go to the other spawn. And then like half of their team just showed up, and we're just yeah. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yep, yeah. And I'm sitting there with a bolt action scout, just like. I'm screwed. <laughs> I was watching, dude. Dude, I I gotta say, when you were on the very back row behind the one bunker or the one little shack, and like you had in the beginning, I'm gonna say you had like nine or ten people with you. You were like the last one standing out of that entire fight. And, but the thing was, you were out in the open. Like yeah. it made no sense. Everybody else was hiding. But you were out in the open, just like, Dad, no, he's behind there. Like, shoot him. And they're just, as soon as they peek out, boom, done. Like, I don't know how you didn't get, you walked away from that fight. You're like, I'm done with this. (laughs) But no, what I got angry was, is while I was doing that, every time I racked a shot, my scout was flipping the first strike in the mag. So I, yeah. it was like every yeah. third shot actually went down the barrel and the other two, it was busy. Like I dumped the first strikes on the ground because it was just like yep. with the gun the entire time. <laughs> when I did snap somebody, it felt great. And then, yeah, and then eventually I was just like, this is bullshit. I'm getting the TGR too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, walks so, away. Like I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. So Corbin uh, so, in the chat there says, uh, we all got called back to the spawn, which is true. Like I was out yeah, pushing the hard and then we all got, well, not even the hard restart before that. Like when you said the red wave comes, that was the second yeah. time we yeah. got let out of spawn. Uh, was, oh. So blue, we, that ended up happening to us too was, and I think the confusion yeah. was, is that we were told at the beginning of the game, it was, and the words were an event is going to happen. You're going to run. Then something else is going to happen. Yeah. Are uh, your events going to happen? run to your spawn something else is going to happen and then it's game on so when the big mm-hmm. fireball went up my back which was hilarious um because it, it, it was yeah that caught me off guard those fireball that pyro was nuts um was, that was one was of that silly. went off me and the boys scattered into the into the forest like into towards the boats right and um oh yeah, i heard we, that in the radio well, because we didn't know. We didn't know what the yeah. event was, right? So we just mm-hmm. took off and we're like, we went yeah. looking for stuff. And then the it came over the like, radio and it's like, um, are they allowed? In, or what was it? They're asking if they're allowed in the boatyard. Is the boatyard in play? There's no tape. <laughs> and then it was like, yeah, I guess. And then, yeah, it just happened. Yeah. So we never we used that place at any event. And we, um, and then there were the one of the rest was like, yeah, you got to go back to spawn. Like, you have to go back to spawn. You guys are out of bounds. Go back to spawn. You're not supposed to be out here yet. And we're like, uh, okay. <laughs> so then we wandered back to spawn and then that's what happened. So I'm wondering if that happened to red too, but maybe like 20 seconds or a couple, a little bit later. And that's why that we had that massive red wave come in. Just yeah. beat the piss yeah, out we of got, maybe, yeah. We got pushed back into spawn and then they reset us completely. And then we went out, yeah. played a little bit more. And then they did the hard reset and they sent everybody back. Yeah. And we were yeah. all standing around. Oh, with like, before we go any further there's a question in the chat uh oh not that one this one um what the hell are the stars at the bottom of the screen i forgot to tell everybody the podcast has been cleared for stars which is basically facebook's version of twitch's bits 
So you can buy stars, use them. Nice. I don't know what the hell they do. They're supposed to do things to the screen. Um, and for every star you give us, we get one penny. Do it if you want. I don't care. We just enabled it because we were allowed to. Heck yeah. <laughs> so Facebook Make was that just 55 like, you for this. And I was like, <laughs> 55 okay, cool. cents. You're being, op- you're being fucking optimistic for us. <laughs> right? Wow. Uh, oh, and wow. we, we can't do a payout. So we like Facebook won't pay us until we hit $100. That's like wow. like a million cunts. stars or something money. stupid. Yeah. Like it's, Don't give those cunts money. No, are you inhuman? We just did it because fuck. I think it lets you do stuff to the screen, and I thought it'd be funny to I let can you do guys stuff just to the screen too. I can glaze it with enough motivation. <laughs> Maybe not with this group, but you know. Yeah. So yeah, so that was like the first half of the day, and then and then lunch oh. rolls around. Um, oh, hang on! I didn't realize who who just told me to check my pants. That is the OG cranky motherfucker ref. That's the man. That man there. He yelled out penalties like nothing I've ever seen. He does not fuck around. I found out last year he didn't fuck around. And I told Brad I didn't want to piss him off. And lo and behold, I still run a foul of Blair. And it's just because I'm a dipshit and I'm baked most of the time. But I he's the one ref that I'm always like... Not intimidated Jeez. by referees. I think they're I, all fucking hilarious. But Blair, I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to. Blair reminds me of the kind of ref where if you like crossed him, he would just pound you into the ground like a wooden stake, and leave you there. You know what I mean? Like, just he yeah. wouldn't say yeah. anything. He would just turn you into a tree and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he's not. He's a very like. He's a great dude guy. He's super nice. He's super sweet. He's. He, he he's definitely a very very nice man. But when that guy puts on the jersey and he's on the field. I've seen speedballers that take themselves less seriously than fucking Blair. And that's, I yeah. like that. Um, okay. So then lunch rolls around. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, this is bullshit. A lot of, uh, a lot of cursed and swearing. I did have to laugh. There was one red player who walked by. He walked by our tent. I don't know who his name was. I don't know. But um, he walked by and all I heard was, I guess the memes were right. You guys showed up or talk, make a big talk, but showed up and like, but didn't show up. Um, no, how did it work? Sorry. No, he goes, yeah, I guess the meme war was right. I said, what? It takes five to one for you guys to beat us. And he's just like, no, it's that you guys talk a big talk, but you didn't show up to the game. And I was like, we're here, aren't we? He's like, whatever. Red's kicking your ass. And I was like, Yeah. Okay, and they just kept going, and I was like, I don't like, think he wow. think, did. I don't think he won the argument the way he thinks he did. No, <laughs> no, no. But it was funny. Oh man, um, I had a lot. Oh, there he it goes. Gave, it gave Thanks, me a good Brian. Laugh. You fucking whore. What? You could see? I can't see them. <laughs> no, he said shut. I didn't see the stars, but I did see Brian saying save ten percent with uh, Nightmare PB for your G fuel, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> because because the Maritime Paintball Podcast takes all comers for our advertising system. So if you have shit that you want to hawk on our show, we'll have you. Oh, he sent us ninety nine stars. He sent us ninety nine cents. Nice. You cheap bastard! You couldn't have made it a dollar. <laughs> He knows me so well. Ninety nine <laughs> pennies for me is just like amazing. Yes. Oh um, yeah, that was it. Sorry, Ryan Bell was like, I don't know why people are so score, 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 score. But I was saying that like to win. 
yeah, I know, but we had another interesting idea, and like I don't know, we're just throwing them out there and coming up with ideas. Yeah, I know, I know. Everybody likes yeah. to win. That's true. But Everybody we had an idea. Like, so get <laughs> to avoid the point thing is you could kind of do like an overarching story. There's no points associated with it, but whoever completes the story first and the series of objectives wins. So it's almost like a race to get it all done, as opposed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Collect, who who uh, can complete their side of the story first? Yeah. And win. That's kind of a cool concept. I like that. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah. The the afternoon rolls around, and I want to shout out to Adam because he um, he came to our tent. He came and found me, um, and opened with, "I heard you and Sean had a bit of a spat." <laughs> like, yeah, we did. <laughs> and um, and he's like, look, he's like, I want you to know we're trying to fix this. We're working on it. We're, we're going to try and make this right. Like he was he was aware of it. So I, I want people to know that the organizers, Adam and Sean, were aware of what was going on. Just pant like trying to fix something like that is like trying to fix the engine it's of tough. a moving car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. just they're already set in motion at this point. Exactly. Being driven exactly. by a yeah. herd of armed cats. Yeah, yeah exactly, like it. Right? It, it went from or in the organizer's hands to now in the player's hands. Like it, it just yeah. kind of went, yeah, here you go. And yeah, turned into a one hell of a fight. That's for sure. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of heat, a lot of players yelling at players and you players yelling at refs. Like I got deliberately shot by somebody and then he started mouthing me. And yeah, I, I, I was like, you want to go home guy? And he's like, He's like, you can't send me home. I was like, like, I can't get the hell out of here. And he literally like, he's like, I'm leaving anyway. So I was like, all right, yeah, keep going. Yeah. See ya. I, uh, I walked up on that waste of and I have never seen the Gator that upset. But it was, <laughs> oh, yeah. it was Holy rough. And, uh, and then it was, was mad. how do you not see me? And then he just lined him up and went puck again. And I went, Oh, he done. I heard like I looked around at two or three other people, and I went, "Oh, he done fucked up." Oh yeah, and I was, you saw yes. him whip around, and I was like, "So I waited. I was out, had my gun slung over my shoulder. I'm like, yeah. I might as well wait for yeah. Gator. Like, uh, back yeah. pit anyways." So I was so happy yeah. when when he got out. Like even the player, like the player that was in front of me, he's like, "Man, he's like, I know this guy's pissing me off too." He's like, "I'll shoot where he is." I'm like, "All right, look over." He shoots, and I was like, "All right, that was it. It was game on after that." I'm like, "I found you, mother." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, yeah. That's why, great. like at the raid, um, well, Gators refed the raid. Malcolm's played the raid. Yep. The refs get told. Oh, man, everyone muted. gets told in morning briefing. Ref has yep. final say on the field. If they yeah. suspect you're cheating, you're out. You shoot yeah. the refs, you're out. You talk yeah. back, you're out. Have fun that's wasting it. your money. I don't care. Well, Other players it. want yeah. your spot in this game refs have final say and i'm gonna back my refs 100 yep. percent. like yep. absolutely adam said that too 100 percent backup i was like yep all right yep. So. so always back the refs and and that's one thing always. too like let's let's talk about the refs before we get into the second half of the day because um it was said that some you know frontline claimed that it was all the ref think the words were it was all the refs fault and i i don't agree with that at all I think Bro. that the refs were as frustrated from my point of view. You guys were as frustrated as we were. I saw some yeah. pissed off. Oh yeah. It, uh, so the worst for me, my experience in that game know. would be the, yeah, that whole, um, exploding door. 
So that worked out well. And then all of a sudden it just got confusing. You guys ran, the red ran in, got stuck in the lobby at, I think it's three story when you first come onto the field. So red teams at the bottom stuck there. Can't move, can't do anything because it's so congested in that hallway that nobody, like people started just shooting each other in the back of the head. Like it was just getting insane. And then blue ran in as far as like what I seen, blue runs in panics when reds just collided in this thing. So they start thinking, okay, it's going to be a Turkey shoot. Yeah, no, it didn't work that way. So all of a sudden red backs out. As far as I know, they got all mad and blue was refusing to go inside at one point, like just would not move, wouldn't go inside. Nope, not doing it. Well, then blue started shooting on blue, which that turned into a whole mess. And then everything just got chaos after that on the radio. Like things kept getting changed. Things kept, oh. We, uh, when the door blew, that was cool. That part was dope, right? That was dope. Um, It was fucking awesome. We, And the players, I was given bad info by the captain. This is the captain actually instructed us to go around, go out and around. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. We, we out, went out and around, and the refs were like, you're not allowed to be out here. You have to go indoors. And we're like, oh, our bad. Okay, we're going to go indoors. But when we tried to go indoors, Red had already taken the second floor and wouldn't let us in the building. Yeah. If we poked our head out, we were getting shot. So then I called over one of the refs. I was like, yo, I get that we're supposed to be indoors, but can you get them to let us in? Yeah. Just, just get them to stop shooting for two minutes. Let us get in the door and and then we'll carry on. Right. No biggie. And that's when things just went sideways and they were just, okay, now it's open field. Okay. Now this is your new spot. Oh man. Oh my God. Yeah. The big issue with that mission, like, um, so from the red spot, I was at the front door of the three story right across from where you come in from staging. The door blows. We wait like a minute. Everyone rushes in. 30 seconds or so later, I didn't even make it to the door. I had blue coming around the side of the building shooting at us, lighting up all the refs, game organize everyone. And I'm standing there like, can I? Sh- I'm shooting back. Like, this is my spawn. I was told. So I'm in my spawn and you're shooting me. It's going down. Um, but Yo, then I when they, that, when they I said like, that, where's idea. my spawn? The ref's like, oh, I don't know. Go to the next ref. Where's my spawn? I don't know. Go to the game organizer. I talked to Sean. I was like, Sean, where am I spawning? I need to know so I can get back. He's like, I don't know. Give me a minute. And I was like, how does the game organizer not know where we're spawning? This is kind of oh, man. yeah. And that's where when I they... wanted to defend the refs was that Yo, it, yeah. you were operating on the information you had. It just seemed like half of you had the different information than the other half. Oh, and then, dude. Like, and at, at a moment's notice, the, the info was changing again. You know what I mean? So you guys were being yeah. fed bad info, which then fed down to the yeah, players. I know. So the players are angry yeah. at the ref. And then, the, you know. Dude, I ran to Blue Spawn and I like stopped everybody from talking. Like, I was like, no, listen up. Hard restart. I'm sorry. This is how it's going. Literally a full field giver. Same missions go. And I, Blue kind of listened. Some were off in the corner, but. Yeah, I was like, no, Tonka, shut up. This is what's happening. Like, I just, no, I had enough. I was getting confused myself. I was getting mad. Because <laughs> it just that, kept changing. That game, there was, a, I don't think it'll ever happen again. But I, I came, I don't know, if I, I think we, yeah, I went back to the normal kind of respawn. And by then, I, 
you know, the building was so smoky, you couldn't go in there. We were unclear as to where we were playing. I go towards the building, I'm looking and I'm looking across towards the chrono area spawn, and there's a couple of guys and they're pointing guns at me, and I'm kind of looking back at them and I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. I showed them the blue arm, and I'm like, you guys blue? They're like, they looked at me, they showed me the red. I'm like, okay. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, do you know what we're doing? They're like, no. I'm like, okay. And then the one guy put his pistol to his head, yeah. did that. I'm like, yeah. So we just stood there and waited for a rap, and we were on opposite teams. It was. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. where like, yeah, we were given bad info, and then the players were arguing with the rest because the players being told one thing, the rest were being told another, yeah. and it was just broken telephone in a big yeah. fucking circle. Yeah. Like, so and like, like full disclosure, everybody knows like Tier One Armament is one of my sponsors, so Adam owns that. Like, I just I'll put that out there, so I'm not trying to take a bias or anything. Adam explained it to me like. The refs were given the rules just like everyone ahead of time. It was all posted yep. online. He gave out like 15 physical copies of the rules. But that was before things changed multiple yeah. times. And the yeah. like the breach mission, because it kept changing, I just kind of put my hand up and I was like, I'm just going to stand out over here. And I ended up going over to the building, like helping blue players out of the window because they're like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I'm like, let's you help go. me out of there. Man. Like, I care more about your lungs. Yeah, I care more about your lungs than the uh, than winning yeah. this game right yeah, about now. Yeah. Yeah. So much. I wouldn't even go in the building. It my nose is so like. Yeah, it was yeah. very dry inside. Yeah, I, yeah. So, uh, so then, yeah, so the breach, so for the record, I thought that them doing a door breach was one of the coolest things I have seen in a paintball game. I have a video of one. Like, it's it's pretty intense. Right? Like, it was, there's a, yeah. there's a couple. I've seen one. Was, I've seen wolves from our side, and I've seen yeah. someone's from the red. Ashley. That was Ashley's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's so fucking cool. The pyro dudes were. The oh, yeah. It's a styrofoam that would blow out and hit you, and you'd panic for like a split second. You're like, fuck, I'm hit. And then you're like, oh, it's a piece of, it's a piece of styrofoam. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but right. when so, the first one blew up in the morning, everybody just looked at it, and I started screaming, run. So we take off in the other direction, going, whoop, 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 just trying to get the fuck away from the things that are exploding. And you could feel yeah. the heat. Like it was just. They did such a great job. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I, that's one of the things I really, really want to drive home is that what what they did at this honey badger. So was game game uh, missions aside, um, they did some really cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was some really awesome pyro. I haven't seen fireballs like that on a paintball field in a long, long time. Usually it's just that was my first time. not that close bangs, right? Usually it's just like, speed, yeah, boom, right? Whatever. Yeah. But this was like, boom, a big fireball. And it went up my back. I was like, holy fuck. Like, and I yeah. <laughs> took off it, running. It, it, shook, it shook a few things. Like some of them are just, and when it echoed, like when we were on the boat dock, because it's just a big sea yeah. and it's got, oh man, like when it went off, it caught me and me and uh, another ref off guard hard, like made us jump a little bit. it was amazing it was it was just amazing so um and then so we get into the second half of the day shout out to sas to to Vinny and i forget the other guy that that stepped up but they were like you mean benny you mean benny no no no, it was Vinny. i thought it was benny but it was Vinny. Vinny's the the guy from uh from 
uh, New York and oh, talk, okay. talks like talks like a proper like from like oh New Yorker. you introduced me to him last year yeah I the think. godfather yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the godfather and yeah yeah that was well, yeah. so they, yeah. they moved over they were like from my understanding is that they went to the organizers and was like this is garbage we're bored blue is not having fun we're not having fun we're switching to blue and when they did that the whole mood of the game changed even with yeah. the, with the missions being all over the place people were having fun you know what i mean like it was like it was just wildly different uh, uh feeling a different a different vibe to the game it just immediately switched i had to laugh because about 20 minutes into the second half i could hear people yelling on the field like fuck yeah this is paintball like you know like I they were happy I again yeah. So I think with that, I think it was more the fact that it just turned into an open field. As soon as, as soon as it came out with a radio, open mm -hmm. field missions do your thing. I think it gave you guys more freedom than being like, "Yo, what? What are we doing? What are we doing?" Like everybody just panicked. And then once it was like, "Okay, this is what you're doing," open field, have at her. It was like, "Okay, you've got freedom now to just play," yeah. and like. And it changed dramatically the whole mood change just went from this to all the way and, up and i think and i know this is the last honey badger so there's not really a, a do better next year kind of thing it's going to happen but i think it really drove home that prz is one of those fields that don't fuck with the field yeah build build what you want your your storyline your scenario your missions whatever your objectives build it around the field but do not try and control access to parts of the field because it doesn't work doesn't like properly. It. Yeah, no doesn't like it. it. No. Like if you yeah. go to PRZ and you're told, oh, you have to stay outside, then why did I come to PRZ? Yeah. The whole point of that field was to get into the buildings, to, to damn near break your neck slipping on a tile floor that's covered in three days worth of paint. Like, yeah. <laughs> or was, finding at that one point, I was literally, rubber room on the third, on the second or third floor. Right. The, the lockup room there with the with the bar on the door with the single deadbolt it's creepy as fuck yeah, yeah. Blair put it place. great he said once we got past the breach it was yeah. good old fashioned paintball yeah absolutely yeah, like, especially like, I fucking told they brought in some features that I had never got to play before like vehicles in a game never got to do that yeah. I got to do some of the First, coolest things ever a, little bit a bunch of us yeah, a, well, a bunch of us loaded up in the back of the bang bus. There was like 15 of us, and we rolled up nice and slow. Everyone stayed quiet in front of the three-story while Blue controlled everything. And like yeah, we just came out with two nice lines bus. all behind the cube van mm -hmm. while it was still yeah. moving. And then I look to the right, and I see two guys in the castle in the wasteland just start to look at us. I was like, fire, fire, break the shots. And we just scatter and just take over nice. the fucking wasteland. Yeah land it was so it was amazing like it's vehicles. a memory i'll never ever forget um no fuck no that was the, the yeah go right was so i was gonna cool. say I the, the vehicle it. so renting a u-haul <laughs> covering it in plastic wrap was genius yeah because then it's Ballsy. like it's not mine. i don't give a shit shoot it all you want and even if you get paint on the inside hose yeah. the fucking thing out nobody's gonna care yeah yeah <laughs> That was you know, great. Wash. That was a very smart idea. Um, I think that if you're going to implement vehicles into a game, though, you need to have no. Definitely like, have have, there needs to be well-defined rules, but there needs to be as 
few rules as possible like keep yeah. it cut and dry yeah yeah you know what i mean because there was a lot of like you could like people were like you could shoot out of it but they're not allowed to shoot into it and then there was a lot of talk i know on stage adam said things like don't shoot at the vehicle there's no point it won't stop the vehicle and i think a lot mm-hmm. of people interpreted that as you're not allowed to shoot at the vehicle where in fact i think it was supposed we're, to be see i don't even know i don't know if it was, you're not yeah you're supposed mm-hmm. to use a rocket to stop the vehicle yeah. but if they've got the windows down or the back of the truck open why take shots at them to get them to to knock the player out but it was also interpreted by many mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. even if they got hit while in the vehicle they weren't out so they could just yeah. keep shooting so yeah it, it just turned a whole thing it was like it was really well, cool to have vehicles but either have it so that you can't shoot at them or have them that you can i think realistically i think a vehicle should be set up that don't uh, don't shoot don't the driver hands yeah. down i yeah. feel like yeah. that's just it I, that shouldn't have to be said and yet yeah. here we are saying if you're in a play game don't shoot the driver you dumb bastards yeah put a like even like questionable (laughs) like fuck i've seen him drive like what the fuck i've seen that ride please don't shoot ryan people understood that the paintballs weren't going to immobilize the vehicle but i think what they were thinking was if we shoot at them they'll go away yeah Right. I think it was more like get the hell out of here kind of thing. Like it, yeah. And then it turned into a roller coaster so, after that. So there was a very big confusion in the red spawn. Um, our ref originally told us we could shoot into the enemy vehicle to knock out players. And then we got told we weren't allowed to shoot out of the vehicles. So every time the blue team vehicle showed up and started shooting at us, we're like, they're cheating because our ref told us they can't shoot at us. It's just for transport. Yeah. So, of course, we shot back, because I'm like, if they're cheating, it's coming. <laughs> like, it's coming right back. Uh, yeah. Um, if everyone's cheating, nobody's cheating. You know, that kind of mentality, yeah. where it's like, if they're allowed to, yeah. I'm going to. And I think that's where, if you want to include vehicles, you need purpose-built, or purpose, like, very clear guidelines. Um, I heard it, a Polish guy somewhere calling us all pussies, by the way. Eh, he's pulled. <laughs> Go eat us. Just, just for having this whole conversation about safety, we're getting called pussies. Right. Yeah, except the difference is that the, the Polish ride around on T-68 tanks. and it's, I know, and it's awesome. <laughs> right? Um, but, I, yeah, I, I love the idea of having vehicles on the field. There is a huge risk and a huge liability to doing that. So you need, you need clear-cut mm-hmm. lines of, of communication of, like, it should have been... Don't shoot the vehicles. Done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't shoot out of the vehicles. Done. Because we we did an APC one year. They actually brought Whoa. in a a Bradley. Yeah. And like an old one, not one of the newer ones. That would have been dope. Um, and you, <laughs> we lost him again. You're you Later. weren't supposed to shoot at it. They even said, Storm's "Don't shoot at it. it. It's not allowed to be shot at. Don't shoot at it." Um. It's from the museum, I think, no? Yeah, the museum brought it in. That's why it was like, don't fucking shoot at it. You shoot yeah. at it, we're going to put you under it. Um, <laughs> no, maybe it wasn't a Bradley. I don't know what it was. Um, but it was troop transport. So you, you weren't allowed to shoot at it, and it would roll up, and then the door would open, and then a bunch of players would pile out. Now, the, the cool thing was, you got to ride a fucking armored vehicle into a paintball game. The downside was, everyone heard it fire up and watched it come in, 
And then when the door dropped, you got the shit shot out of you. <laughs> like it was... <laughs> it's an experience, though. It was so much fun. It was this so much fun. I got asshole. to ride around on it. It was dope. No. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, Silva just pointed it out. Like when Ryan dropped us off at the gym and just dropped us off and we fucking took off into the building when we got inserted there. Uh, I think it was Steve who came and like rounded up a dozen of us and he's like, all right, or one of the other reps rounded us all up, walked us to the front of the building and he's like, all right, this is a drop and we're looking around and there's red players all around us. And he's like, this is a drop. You're live. And we're just like, what? And we turn around and there's red looking at us and we're like, well, we're fucked. We all get cut to pieces and that's when I'm walking back and I see Beaver in the Go Bang bus driving by with like everybody in it. And I'm like, well fuck and they just posted up all on the front of the building so i walk around to spawn and i'm telling them it's right around then i'm telling them what the fuck's going on and all i hear from behind me is hey are you dead and i went yeah goes, i am now dead men talking <laughs> i'm like fuck well i have my player card because i figured i'm just gonna get my dick slapped and he's like let's go and he walks me back to spawn my head down calling in a dead man and i'm like Half of me is like, I'm going to kill this giant old fucker. And half of me is like, I'm a fucking idiot. It's like so that's when I started. To the principal's office. It was. It was yeah. like getting walked to the VP's office. So that's when I started singing my, my southern dead man walking ballad that I was screaming across the field because I was so angry. Yeah, that's what I heard. Dead man. Yeah. It wasn't mad at Blair. I was mad at myself. So I started just singing because I'm like, fuck this. If, if someone would come up to me and look at me, I'd just start screaming and singing at them because I'm not going to get yeah. pinged for that again. That oh, goes yeah. back to if you cheat in practice, you're going to cheat in the game and you're going to get caught. So, or you're going to become one of the to top five speedball teams in the world and oh. win loads of money. <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, yeah, it was that was funny when you got when you got nailed for dead man talking. That was hilarious. Um, well, uh, fuck, and, and again, I I went and told Tonka, and someone's like, he doesn't know who did it. And I'm like, it was me. I'll take my lashing. Like I fucked up. Like See, Blair even says D five speedball for life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so all and that this being is why said, I love Blair because he's fucking hilarious. Um, I, I wanted to. So we're gonna we're gonna wind this episode down because I, I think we've covered most of the day, uh, most of the frustrations. Um, but I do want to end on the high note where <laughs> just like I had a blast. Like right. I, I know I was angry and the first half of the day, it was a combination of the event going sideways and my gear not working the way I wanted it to made me very angry. Um, and like, like calm, not raising my voice angry, um, which is like that next level. You know what I mean? Like when, when I've broken through the frustration where I'm just like, now I'm pissed. Um, yep. but it was at frustratingly the the pleasant. Yeah. 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 Obnoxiously um, pleasant, I think, is the word I'm going to use because I was. Yeah, I got angry time. a lot, but near the end, man, everybody just came together. I think it was a realization. I think this is my opinion the realization that Honey Badger is done and PRZ is closing. It just turned into let's yeah. just have fun. Let's have a good time. No more beef. No I more think, nothing. I think it was the yeah. second half of the day when the paintball players were allowed to go play paintball yeah it just everybody started having fun like if it's not broke don't fix it add cool shit absolutely but 
don't fuck with the core mechanics. Um, the chirp fest and friendly fest between those two. Oh, man. Like, watching people chirp each other and still yeah. shake hands or be like, yo, that was awesome. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, so my the highlight of my day was when I discovered this little, like, hidey hole cut in a wall that when I went through it and I found a wind and I got a window with a gap in it, it was about, I don't know, about yay big, about uh, eight, nine inches um, where I just stacked up with Zach from like Mr. Zach machine from uh, the big fucking squad. And big he had his little squad. music player going. So he's got like this intense, like it's like Beethoven playing off. This, and I'm just fucking doming people with the first string rounds <laughs> through this little window. I nailed one dude from the back of PRZ, he, so I'm in the window, right? Shooting uh, to the back. And he's in the trees, that tree line. Like, he's pushed himself into the trees. That's who was and, whizzing stuff over my damn head. Yeah, and I managed to oh kill my guy. It's like, I shot him, and it missed. And it was like, it's funny, because there's a video. Uh, Zach got the video. You can't see the shot because of the, the contrast between the dark room and the light outside. You can't see what I'm shooting at. But you can hear me take the shot. You could see me and I pop little, little left pop. No, up more pop snap. Yes. Like it was just like, God. <laughs> and it was like two kids just having like playing duck hunter. Yeah. <laughs> it was I love, I love doing that. Beers, me. Sitting at the top windows and just trying to take pop shots to the people at the back. It's just fun. Right. Like trying to see if you can make that shot. It's fun. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. So uh, that that was my highlight. That was it was so good. It was just so good. Um, I so I definitely ended, I ended Honey Badger with like I felt good finishing. It was fantastic. Um, good. Beaver, what was your like? Give us a good. I want to end the. I want to end Honey Badger ten with it was with the good. A camping at PRZ That's all awesome. weekend. Paintball was the bonus. Like yeah. I was happy to be there, but like. I was happy to see all the boys and girls. My wife was there too. Uh, like I was just pumped to see everybody. I was, I usually I'm in bed at like 8 PM. I didn't go to bed till like, I don't know, 1 AM. Cause I was like, I can't, nice. I can't nice. do it. I gotta be at with, and then I'm like up at 5 AM anyway. And I'm like, this sucks. If I had a trailer, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like happy to see had, everybody. I would have, I would have camped at the yeah. field. If I had a trailer, I would have camped, but. No. You gotta rent a <laughs> Winnebago. Yeah, much love, Alpha. That. It's like thirteen hundred dollars for the week. It's outrageous. It's so expensive. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, awesome. And uh, speaking of the camping, apparently somebody found at least one uh, used condom. So high five to whoever got laid at PRZ. Somebody got lucky. <laughs> got a boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good uh, for you. So, yeah. So air high five to whoever that was. Um, that's living the life right there. <laughs> Malcolm, you got a hot spot or a high a high spot for your weekend? Yeah, well, uh, once the uh, after lunch and the mission sort of fizzled out, and maybe even right before lunch, uh, I was looking, you know, we we're looking around the battlefield. I'm pretty tall, and I'm like, I'm just hearing the chaos, and it's like we're getting overrun kind of everywhere. I mean, some of the best was the the huge pushes that Blue made just to take any bit of ground to get anything done. <laughs> Um, but once we realized that, you know, blue was in range, I had the bright idea of taking the top of three story and me and the Missy, Natasha, and my brother, we went up, found a few ballers on the way up, posted them up in the stairwells and oh, man, just above the breezeway, 
and we just let it rain on them like all afternoon until the end and then uh and then we had a great fight trying to get trying to get back up there with i think the hitman and uh, i don't know who else was up there but yeah that was that was probably the best was finally getting getting a good position and using out the the 14 inch barrel and just nice just nice sender yeah because there were just it was just so many it was just it was honestly shooting fish in a barrel at red like there were just so many of them you couldn't miss you couldn't right if you miss the guy you were shooting at you hit his buddy next to yeah, him. yeah hit his buddy yeah yeah gator you got a you got a high spot or a hot spot of that day because i mean you're the so, so you got to see a lot oh. of funny shit so yeah i got oh yeah um i got two things actually <laughs> um one one was uh so i was watching a battle in the backfield like where uh you were shooting out that little hut and uh my best was the opposite team watching buddy full tilt sprint run be like i'm going into that bunker you know no he ran through that bunker like he he ate that bunkers like just ate it to the face and the shoulder and he just gets back up keeps fighting like like it didn't even happen like just man i don't oh like that dude's face had to be hurting but no he just kept playing <laughs> like it was nothing and then i run over yeah. i'm like you good he's like uh-huh so i lift the barrier back up i'm like if this falls again just move he's like okay dude he didn't move for like 10 minutes that hurt him but he just brushed it off oh like, yeah Tell and then like and then the highlight of my day dude like honestly was being on the back road and the appreciation after a, an intense firefight between like long distance snipers dude like on that back road like that's in the picture i have on my facebook of me crouching down that's me watching this sniper fight and like the respect they had for each other and they both walked up fist bumped each other and then look at me fist bumped me and was like you're doing a great job thanks and walked away that right there i was like yo like (laughs) between the just the respect respect. between those two going at each other and then all of a sudden coming to me and we're like yeah like i don't know that that was awesome whoever those two were they were amazing yeah like awesome speaking of sniping i like to hear the looks on people's faces the looks on people's yeah. faces to see me play with an EMF instead of the SAR-12. They don't. No one has really, yeah, no one has really seen me play no. like a lock-on game where I just have like an FSC or something. So no one's seen how aggressive I am. So when they saw me hit the field with the EMF and I'm literally on the 50 and pushing 30 and I'm the first one, everyone's like, we need a push. And I'm like, I'm the number one, man. You get me to the front. And I'm just pulling around Dude, corners, just snapping at people. Feet yeah i had oh. no ghillie suit i had the hawaiian no, shirt like, on what? i was like i'm feeling like the 5-0 here we're hitting yeah. it was so much i fun. slammed in to a lot of your guys in that first floor i don't even th- i don't think i fought on the second or third floor at all because i was always downstairs in that hallway of death because i was so sad i didn't get the fight there last year that i was running yeah. into the nft boys i was running into nico i was running fuck you i know you're in there and i was just barrel assing and getting the shit shot out of me but i was taking one with me um there's one cat whose name escapes me he comes with his lad um and he was chilling with us and he hawked with me and we just walked around real calmly crept around the side of the building we were peeking through the windows trying to catch people at night shooting into the hallway and we're giggling 
because we creep up, shot one guy in the leg, and then Nico just pops around the corner and shoots him. So I'm screaming and shooting at Nico like a pair of fucking idiots. And then we both start laughing. I'm fat. Pull me out. <laughs> pull him out of the room. <laughs> All right, buddy, let's go. We just toddle back. It's, it, that's always my favorite time. It's going to see my go to see the the paintball the the Care Bear cousins, the, the paintball cousins. They're like the the cool ones yeah. that I don't get to see very often, but they're uh, they're fucking like that's always the highest point. Other that's than me being big, probably the nicest part about uh, the nicest part about these big events is seeing all the faces together that you know you haven't seen. Yeah. In, I ran into some players I haven't seen them in years, pre pandemic. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Right. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So now we aren't going to monopolize everybody's night tonight, but we do have a special presentation tomorrow. Because if this didn't fill your, this didn't fill the gaps that didn't uh, tickle your taste for for PRZ, we have the man himself. We have Sean Moore coming on tomorrow night for your benefit, for your pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to answer your questions. He yep. has he has reached out and he wishes to speak to the community. Um, so I am inviting all of you to come sit at the King's court tomorrow night and we're going to, that's fuck you. I'm calling it. That's the King's court. We're going to, uh, we're going to sit down with Sean Moore. I ask everybody, don't be dicks. I don't yep. think I have to ask you you guys are all been super fucking cool tonight. So let's all be cool again tomorrow night for Sean and let's hear what he has yep. to say. And because and if I you want... read the packets and you looked at that shit, the man wrote a fucking D and D campaign. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, mm, you're trying 100%. to herd semi-automatic armed cats cats yep. yeah and, yeah that's and so that's that's my have, only have critique the attention is, span of five-year-olds yeah and it's that, that's my do. only critique and, is he made it too complex for yes the general player base that's and that's yep. the thing is that he 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 made a game sophisticated. it was the interest the yeah. interest into the game like i don't think he expected how many people showed up like it was like how hardcore players showed up and, and it's mm -hmm. and and what i think was not taken into account and it, it this is just a lesson that is learned right mm -hmm. is that mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta think about the intelligence and the attention span of the average paintballer and remember that half of the people showing up are dumber than that yeah <laughs> right so hi <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck got, I was doing. And, half and the you're time. not yeah. starting at a high bar of the average paintballer. <laughs> like yeah. not, we, when the <laughs> adrenaline starts pumping and yeah. the the action starts happening, we're not thinking straight. Most of no. us are running entirely on emotion, adrenaline, and caffeine. Some of us on pre-workout. Yeah. I'm not doing that one again. No, no, that almost gives you a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's you, you gotta you gotta you gotta make it entertaining, but you also gotta simplify it for us. Like we are not complicated creatures. Um, so I I think that lesson was learned. Um, but it it was um, it was all in good intentions. Yeah, yeah. he wanted to make an interesting game. He wanted to make it fun. He just didn't take into account how terrible most of us are at following direction. And being able to do more than two things at once. Yeah. Um, and I want I want to just read the message that he. So for the record, bringing him on tomorrow was his idea. We didn't reach out to him. He reached out to us, um, which I think deserves a badge of honor. Mm -hmm. But he said uh, just a snippet here he says, do you have some time for me to answer questions 
take ownership and discuss elements of Operation Honey Badger 10. So that gives you an idea of what kind and of conversation to is his defense tomorrow. And to, for his defense, again, full bias. Tier one's my sponsor yeah, yeah. and he's partners with him. Um, he helped out with Honey Badger last first big game. And I know my first game, Malcolm was there for that. There, there was some hiccups. And, oh, and that's why no plan that, that, hits the enemy and goes well, right? Like, right. So when, yeah, exactly. No plan, it. no plan survives engagement with the enemy. No plan survives engagement with the paintball player. It, no. So that's yeah. why we want to get him on. He can, he can say his piece and, and, and we can move on from it because at the end of the day, I have more good memories from this yeah. game than bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So, so folks, it's been a blast chatting. Fellas, Beaver, Gator, Malcolm, thank you for coming on. Uh, for everyone who no chatted worries. with us, thank you so much. Uh, for anyone who figured out how to send the little stars, that's super fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll figure out how to make them more entertaining. There must be a way. Um, you know, that was super, that yeah. was a blast. Um, and uh, yeah, and we're, like I said, check us out tomorrow it's gonna be a special edition q a and uh yeah i'm really looking forward to it so for everyone who chatted and commented and liked and shared and hung out with us tonight thank you so much it was an absolute blast and uh folks until next week cheers or tomorrow, tomorrow. thanks for having us sorry i guess it's thank till you. tomorrow sorry the till tomorrow and lead farmer call me i know a guy <laughs> all right folks <laughs> cheers have a good night